Hi, everyone. Welcome to our final episode in the Portfolio Perspective. Given that we're in the midst of a global pandemic, the last few portfolio companies featured in this podcast have been focused on the healthcare industry. Today, we're interviewing Nathan Goldstein, Chief Strategy Officer for Signify Health. Signify is reimagining the traditional healthcare experience by bringing healthcare into the home. Today, we'll talk about Signify's vision for care delivery and the role that private capital has played in their business. I'm your host, Shruti Rao, and this is Counting on Capital. Nathan, you are the Chief Strategy Officer for Signify, a company dedicated to revolutionizing healthcare and bringing healthcare to a patient's home. Walk me through how Signify does this and why there's this focus on at-home care. Sure. So the basic notion that drives Signify is that uh, the majority of people's lives are spent outside the health system. And therefore, if you want to um, support people in their goals to be healthy at home, you've, you've got to go to where they are. And that is the home and that is the community. There, there's tremendous work done in the health system every day inside of doctor's offices and inside of facilities. And Signify is not trying to replace that. What we're trying to do is get to people where they spend the majority of their time in their homes and in their communities, because it's our conviction that that is a place rather where um, health is decided. Um, lifestyles, uh, access to services, um, uh, family situation, individual life choices. Um, these are the things that one can control that can contribute to somebody's health. And so what we want to do is take health out of a facility realm and uh, bring it into the home wherever it's possible. In doing that, we are augmenting in our view and supporting the work that is done in facilities and in physician offices every day. So again, we are not seeking to replace it so much as we are supporting and augment the mission of this value-based system um, by going to people where they are in the place of greatest convenience and in the moment of greatest influence, which is typically in somebody's home. So taking a step back, how did you find yourself in this world of at-home healthcare delivery and what brought you to the healthcare industry in the first place? Um, I thought I wanted to work in national politics and I got the job I wanted. And um, as it's you know true with vaccines, you get a very large dose of something and it, it makes you immune to it. Um, that was my experience with politics. Um, at the time that I was making that life decision, there were really two big domestic uh, issues on the table. And one of them was healthcare, and uh, as a layperson um, with a, a set of skills, it was um, tremendously compelling to me that you had this massive system that the most knowledgeable people would say they didn't quite understand, and it for me felt like this lifelong learning project to engage in in a business context here. It was a place where the public sector and the private sector necessarily intersected. And uh, that was compelling to me as well. So I, I got into healthcare um, at a moment when the system was really transitioning. And my interest in Signify uh, came from its basis as a mobile um, primary care entity. That this was a um, company that could deliver services into the home and in so doing be really uh, disruptive with respect to the rest of the system. 
those services that could be delivered in the home and should be delivered in the home um, would signify as help would be delivered into the home. And so um, that's a journey that for me personally started uh, nearly six years ago. And as the company has gone through its, um, you know, its evolution, it's become more and more evident to me this is badly needed in our system. And um, we are, you know, recording our conversation during a, a pandemic when um, hospital ERs are full of patients in respiratory distress, um, where elective procedures have basically gone to nil, and where many primary care physicians, uh, including, you know, my family, PCP here in Dallas, Texas, um, have shut their doors. Um, and it brings home for me the um, acute need for more home-based services to keep people at home healthy for longer so that they can go about their lives. We all think about um, healthcare as a system. We all experience it very personally. And generally speaking, uh, unless you're trying to um, make a new personal record in a marathon or something like that, you generally are only thinking about your health when something goes wrong. And it means you have to go outside of your routine to access the system. What Signify is doing is part of this whole movement to bring that mentality uh, into daily life. And doing that means we've got to change the way uh, care is delivered. The idea of at-home care is fundamentally a different experience than the established healthcare system. So what kinds of situations or conditions best lend themselves to the Signify model? Well, there may come a time where we can bring an MRI into the home. Um, I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. And, And it signifies position that that care, which can be best delivered in the facility, should be delivered in the facility. But so much of... Um, the expense in our system and the experience of healthcare by individuals is around the treatment of chronic conditions. And chronic conditions can be treated in the home. Treatment doesn't always mean a procedure. Treatment doesn't always mean a new medication. Treatment can mean counseling. It can mean disclosure to a trusted clinician. Um, this, so, so care can mean a lot of different things. And when we're talking about chronic conditions, and we're talking about the maintenance of someone's health. Um, in our view, um, there's a critical role for the home in that. Because when you access the home, it's a different encounter than um, when you meet a patient in a facility. You can engage with a caregiver or a spouse. You can see the living situation. You can, with their permission, open the fridge or the medicine cabinet. You get an insight into someone that simply is not available, um, even by a, to use the term, compliant patient going into the traditional system. And so if our goal is to help, help people live longer, happier lives in the, in the setting of their choice, um, You must address the home. Just to understand this better, can you give us some examples of how having at-home care can change outcomes for patients? It's a great question. So I'll give two examples. Um, One incredibly important example is medication use. Um, It is not enough to know whether mom or dad is filling their prescriptions. 
um, because many patients fill prescriptions and then don't take the medication. You need to get engagement with that patient on the ritual of taking their medications and how they organize their medications. Um, if someone is in a state of cognitive impairment, if they've got a caregiver who can support them in taking their medications, there is no better place to do that than the home. Um, a, a second example I'll use um, comes out of our episodes of Care Division. Uh, Signify has a division that um, puts healthcare services on a unique risk chassis we call the episode, which unites uh, healthcare providers in a community. The hospital that does the joint replacement, the skilled nursing facility to which mom is discharged, um, the, the rehab or the home health agency that might support her uh, post uh, leaving the sniff brings them together and gets them to work together. Um, it's our belief at Signify that people uh, recuperate when clinically appropriate, best at home. And so um, depending on the type of patient you're dealing with, if we are helping restore someone back to health, we believe that happens better at home. And the literature is, is pretty substantial in support of that. Now I'll say Signify deals with a predominantly elderly population. And so the goal in geriatrics isn't always to heal because aging is not a condition we should heal, nor is it something we should seek to heal. It's a privilege in the society to grow old. Um, but what we want to do is give people the best quality of life as they're going through that phase of life. And if you talk to your own friends and your family who are aged, what they will tell you is they want to do that in their home surrounding. Nobody wants to do that in a facility. Um, they want to do that surrounded by family photos and family mementos and in their own bed. And, I, and I'm not being facetious in any way by saying that. Um, they want to do that in the place of their greatest comfort. So to the extent that we have a duty to serve the elders in our population, we best serve them at home. And it, it's, it's a simple notion that I think we've forgotten um, as there have been tremendous advances in medicine and many of those advances cannot be delivered in a home. Think of an MRI, for example. But when we can deliver counseling, support, care, guidance um, in the home, we should try. And that's the mission of Signify Health. So Signify is owned by New Mountain Capital. How would you describe your experience of working with a private equity investor? And what are the biggest advantages and drawbacks of having private equity in your business? Our experience working with private equity has been phenomenal. They have unlocked doors for us that were locked previously. Um, that's about capital, of course. It's also about access. It's about connections. It's about insight. Um, when you're a part of management, um, you necessarily become... Uh, focused on your work and tunnel vision is is a real um, a real issue for anybody who is uh, focused on achieving a certain goal. Private equity helps you pull back and view the whole vista and um, you know the ideas they bring to us are um, they 're not always great they 're always worth considering because it forces you to uh, rotate your assumptions on a different axis and think about your business in a different way and that 's just terribly hard to do when you 're trying to execute on a plan um, so we we 've 
we at Signify have had a phenomenal experience with our private equity partners um, because they understand that balance between giving management the uh, freedom to execute on the plan and creating opportunities they couldn't otherwise create for themselves. And that's our duty as a portfolio company as well, is to create options for them. Um, we have tremendous collaboration with our uh our uh, sister portcos um, on all sorts of issues. Many of us are thinking about the same things. Uh, we're taping this uh, during a, a COVID moment. We're all talking about what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? How are you thinking about this? What are your customers saying? What are our customers saying? Um, having the opportunity to collaborate like that um, within a portfolio is tremendously powerful because we, we want the portfolio to succeed. It's also about our company's success, but we have a, um, an obligation to make sure that everybody in that portfolio succeeds. And so um, the, the spirit of collaboration is tremendous. There's nothing wrong with being a publicly traded company, but it's, it's a very different environment to talk to other entities in, uh, in your space. And, um, you know, I think there's a unique kinship between um, Portcos in a private equity setting um, that really engenders collaboration and creativity um, and a, a, a generally sort of teamsmanship that you wouldn't get uh, elsewhere. So let's talk more about your experience working with fellow portfolio companies and sharing ideas. How do you then think about mergers and acquisitions? And can you tell us more about the merger with Remedy Partners announced in August of 2019? One of our duties, you know, in the C-suite is to keep our thinking um, focused but flexible. And, um, you know, in that vein, we, we appreciate that there is usually a thesis at work behind a portfolio or behind um, an investment that goes beyond any individual companies. And... Um, New Mountain in particular, with its focus on these defensive growth um, acquisitions and a defensive growth thesis without speaking for them, um, really understands that, I think, and um, has brought together in the portfolio of which we're a part, a set of companies that are sort of living in the same world. And in that we're setting in the same, living in the same world, um, we have a lot of customers in common, a lot of perspectives in common, and so forth. So sometimes the connection is really just trading notes on what a common industry is telling one salesperson versus another salesperson, or one exer- executive versus another executive, and that's wonderful. Um, in cases such as um, uh, Signify's merger with Remedy Partners, though, there's a broader thesis at work. And the broader thesis in that particular case was Remedy pioneered the use of this episodic risk model. And Signify is the most scaled um, asset that delivers healthcare services into the home in the country. And can we take that chocolate and combine it with the peanut butter to make something better? Can we deliver services into the home to make that episode bundle, that risk product perform better? And early signs are, yes, we can. That's the most exciting kind of thing that you can do in business, I think, is take two good companies and make a great combination. And um, private, you know, mergers happen all the time. Um, Public companies buy other companies. Um, So that notion of a synergy is not restricted to private equity. But in a private equity context, you've got the greatest amount of flexibility to explore those things. You inevitably get it 
somewhat wrong the first time out. Nothing is exactly what you think it's going to be. We have the flexibility with our private equity partners while still being held accountable to explore those things uh, with a little more freedom than we would if we were a publicly traded company. And for me, it's just the most fun you can have in business is to get the the freedom to explore that stuff um, and uh, test your own hypotheses and, and test your assumptions. Do so in an accountable context, but one that's fundamentally creative. So Signify, with the help of New Mountain, has looked to incorporate artificial intelligence and machine learning in its business. Can you tell me more about what that looks like? From the origin of the first of the predecessor companies that have become Signify, there was an attention to the logistics of deploying those clinicians. Um, That was a differentiator. It wasn't enough just to build the network. You had to deploy it thoughtfully. And um, we have pushed the, the boundaries of what we were thought was possible from a technology standpoint. Um, every, every program increment, every quarter, every year, the company has been in existence. That has led us to the use of a number of AI and ML tools that help us route those doctors. Almost every com- uh, computer science student learns about the traveling salesman problem um, early in, in their studies. And what's the most efficient way to get um, you know, Mr. Joe from city to city to city without repeating his route. Um, what we found really early on was we thought we had that problem. We actually had a different problem because our stops can say yes or no. We're not dropping a package at the door. We're asking a frail senior if they're willing to accept a clinician into their home, which they may have never done before. That radically changes that classic salesman, uh, traveling salesman problem. And um, it required us to build a proprietary tool. And so what we've tried to do over the course of the 10 years of life of the company is refine that tool using whatever technique is available. Because at the end of the day, we have complete clarity on what the end goal is. And the end goal is a um, high a value, high quality uh, experience of that clinician and patient together, knee to knee in the living room. Technology isn't in service of the business. Technology partners with the business and technology um, unlocks possibilities in the business that weren't before. Signify Health puts a physician in the homes of nearly 1.5 million uh, individual people a year And we do so more efficiently than our competition can deliver a nurse. And that's because of uh, the technology and the innovations in the way that we manage that network. And that has unlocked a whole avenue of care uh, that wasn't available before. What role do you think private equity can play more broadly in healthcare, and how do you think private equity can invest in a way that is ethical and sustainable? One of the remarkable things about being a private equity portfolio company is the uh, flexibility that you have to consider new concepts, new ideas, new market entry, and that kind of innovation is critical. We have a uh, healthcare system that Um, is on its last legs. It's unaffordable. It is inconvenient. 
Um, it is spotty with respect to quality and incredibly spotty with respect to the quality of care that different segments of population get. We're the only uh, country in our tier where we see um, uh, maternity outcomes going down. That's an extraordinary uh, thing for this economy, this society to consider and confront. And we know that the system has to change in order to meet the expectations of every person who is a consumer of healthcare and all of us at some point. Uh, and some, sometimes often are consumers of healthcare. Um, the kind of flexibility of thinking and the innovation that that system demands, in my view, is um, most easily achieved when you're in a well-capitalized uh, private setting where you can innovate, you can test and observe, fail fast and reinvest and learn and improve. And... Um, so without the, you know, the, the burden of the street, um, you, know, uh, you know, asking where this quarter's earnings are, we have incredible flexibility. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a publicly traded company. There is, um, there is uh, access and, um, uh, and connections and funding um, and obligations, uh, all of which can make you a better company. But uh, where Signify is today in its growth path, um, being in private equity is an engine of innovation for us. And we are really fortunate to have a partner that believes in growth. Not all private equity firms function the same way, hold the same values, demand the same things of its, um, you know, their management teams. Um, we happen to be blessed with um, a partner who is deeply committed to the mission of our organization, thinks in the long term, supports R&D, supports growth. Um, those are the things that really unlock the power of private capital markets. I think in, in different settings, it could be really different. So um, it's, it's certainly not enough to say that, you know, private equity is great. The way that you approach the private ownership and stewardship of a company can be phenomenal. And we happen to be really lucky with a partner that, that believes in us and believes in that model. So Signify is obviously on the front lines in responding to the coronavirus crisis. How does Signify think about the crisis and how do you think about adapting the business model amidst this crisis? Well, um, maybe cursed to live in interesting times is kind of the, you know, one of the, the memories I think we'll all have from, from this period. It's certainly unlike anything in my career or, or lifetime. Um, we're pretty fortunate that the, the company that we're tasked with stewarding is one that delivers care outside of the facility setting and with the deepest respect for the clinicians that are candidly um, putting their lives on the line to care for our family members and friends and neighbors in ERs and ICUs and other settings all around the country. Um, one thing that we think may take hold is this old notion that our grandparents told us about and none of us uh, really remember where care was delivered in, in the home, provided you can provide a safe experience for the patient and the clinician and that the care is appropriate to deliver into the home, particularly chronic care management, uh, it is best to do it in the home. And if we can reduce the risk of a patient by keeping her out of a facility, 
uh, we should do that. And if we can embed um, care protocols into the lifestyle of a, of a patient, we should do that. And if we can work together with primary care physicians and facilities to manage a patient through an episode uh, and return them back to mainstream care, we should do it, provided that care is delivered in the setting that's best for the patient. Because if you do what's best for the patient, you get the right outcome, both financially and clinically every time. Nathan, thanks for joining. It was great to have you on. Thanks for having me. Glad to talk to you, Shruti. Thanks for listening, everyone. What struck me most about Signify is their mission to reimagine the traditional healthcare experience. Here in the United States, we have a healthcare system in desperate need for reform. Whether that's issues around insurance coverage, drug costs, data privacy, the list goes on. But Signify's idea for care delivery is simple and revolutionary. Treat people where they live and where they spend the majority of their life, their home. Join us next time as we move on to the third segment of the show, The Industry Perspective. We'll be talking to people who work in the private equity industry about their experiences and their take on private equity's role in the economy. I'm your host, Shruti Rao, and this is Counting on Capital.